You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them Kim Trails in the sky. Grand Rising, everybody. Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. We got a terrific Tuesday lineup for y'all today. I'm so excited. I got two amazing ladies in the building, y'all. I'm going to be talking to Geneva. She's in the building from Where Is Neva? That's right. She's going to be telling us all about her entire travels, all the things she does, and this upcoming series that she has going on. So I'm so yes, excited yes. to talk to her. And then later on, in the show, our girl Shayna Shepard is going to be in the building telling us about an upcoming performance that's going to be benefiting families of gun violence. So such a great, terrific Tuesday for y'all in the works. But of course, it's the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Go ahead, tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch us, you can also listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and then Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, oh, you name it, over 200 plus platforms. Uh, you guys can find the podcast there by searching for me. Uh, also, I want to thank everybody who is tagging and sharing the stream and who is sharing the podcast. We really appreciate that. That's how one of the ways we get the word out. Y'all make sure people know what we're doing over here on the day with Trey. Appreciate all of y'all so much. Um, I'm also really excited. I mean, we've been talking about this. You guys got to get your tickets to the Nutcracker. That's right. It started uh, this past weekend on the 25th. It is running until my birthday on the 27th. Make sure you guys go over there and get your tickets today at pmb.org, Pacific Northwest Ballet. They are doing a great, great job. And it's so exciting to see Amanda Morgan as the Sugar Plum Fairy this year. First time that PMB is having a black Sugar Plum Fairy. So it's really Really an exciting time and a great season to get your tickets to the Nutcracker. Also, I had the pleasure, and y'all heard me yesterday, if you saw the show, geeking out over Jared, who was here, Jared Barnes, and I'm telling you, the Wiz is fantastic. We have our very own ticket giveaway for the Wiz, y'all. We got a pair of tickets up for you guys. You guys got to email me if you are trying to go see this show. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. It was fantastic. When I tell y'all the way that they utilize the stage to bring about every scene, because we know for those of us who know this story, we know that, you know, the scarecrow, the tin man, the lion, they're all in different spaces. And it was so beautiful to see how they changed the scenery. But I was really enthralled with the talent, y'all, and the costumes and the wigs. I, I'm going to keep saying it because when we have a real celebration of blackness and brilliance in our culture, I got to be able to be excited about that. So you guys email me if you are trying to get this hot pair of tickets I have on hand for the Wiz. Uh, it is for the third. That's right for the third. So 
This is only lasting this week, y'all. Email me, Trey at whereweconverge.com, T-R-A-E at whereweconverge.com to get your tickets to this phenomenal show. And thank you so much to Fifth Avenue Theater for partnering with us and allowing us to have our very own ticket giveaway here at Converge. They know I, I live for it. You know, I may have to go again and just pay to see it one more time. It was that good, y'all. I promise you won't be disappointed. Well, I'm really excited because you also won't be disappointed in the next guest I have coming up. That's right. Geneva from Where Is Neva is in the building. I'm going to be talking to her about all the things that she has going on and this upcoming amazing series. What's up, Geneva? Hey. <laughs> welcome. I'm, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that we were able to make it work. I know, uh, you know, hearing about you and I, then I did some research. I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl is a, a, a <laughs> fire ablaze out here. Tell us a bit about yourself. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm Geneva. I am the owner of Where is Neva, where I'm uniting the diaspora through storytelling, travel, wellness, and coaching. Wow. I, I mean, this is something that's so needed right now. I mean, we, you know, uh, I was talking to you a bit before the show about the need for us to be having real dialogue uh, across the diaspora and for folks here that are, you know, American born black uh, citizens, African Americans, we, we need to be having more discussion. And what you do is you really bring people to the continent through your travels. Tell us a bit about how you came up with this idea to do Where is Neva? Ooh, that's a story. <laughs> um, it actually found me. I had no idea I would be where I am today. Um, after losing my father in 2015, I hit a really um, de deep depression. And I was like, yo, there's got to be more to life than me sitting here in my sadness and my grief. And so I was living in D.C. for a couple of years and I decided to pack up my car to drive back home, which is Seattle, Washington, and make it a month road trip. And so while I was doing that, I was really unlearning and learning and loving and screaming and singing and crying and just allow my emotions to feel. And from that, I was like, man, I there's something calling me. There's a mission that I need to live. There's a purpose that I need to give. And people kept on asking me, where is Neva now? Where is Geneva now? And I was like, hmm, where is Neva? And I used my story to show just Black folks that if I can live in my transparency journey, in my healing journey, you can too. Because it's easy to see other people saying, hey, do this, do that, do this. But it's hard to see someone actually in the work saying that, hey, I'm doing this. I'm grieving through it. I'm learning through it. I'm loving through it. And I want you to join me. Right. And so I decided to be that person and allow myself to be vulnerable enough to say I'm human and I love you. But, man, this is so hard work. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it really takes that level of transparency for people to really understand the journey that you're going on, but also to see themselves in your journey, which you need that level of vulnerability in order to even, uh, you know, affect people right. in a positive manner. So, you know, kudos to you for putting it out there and saying, I'm going to utilize this as an opportunity yes. to bring people in and yes. not just be isolated in it. Because I lost my dad earlier this year and I understand so much about like you know I would just call him and we would just have conversation I'm like okay now I have to have it in this you know kind of very right. spiritual way yes. but 
you know, I miss that. I miss mm-hmm. that connection. And mm-hmm. and you you got to do things to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, for me as a mom, that's my kids are kind of like this these anchoring grounds for me to do that. But I, I realized that for so many, there's so many different reasons why you have to have an anchor and what that anchor can become. Yes, so yes. I love hearing that, that you were utilizing this as a way. And I love the, the term, where is Neva, right? And we were asking you, it's a great way for you to create a brand off of that. Right. Now, how do you do this work? I mean, we were talking about, you know, you do YouTube videos. Tell us more about that. How did you explore like the best ways to do this work? Yeah. Um, I am a believer in just being. And so a lot of things that has happened to me found me. Um, When I was in Tanzania, I met this amazing YouTuber. His name is Maya, And he's from Ghana. He has this channel called Africa to the World. And he asked me to interview me. And so I got interviewed and he's like, Geneva, you need to get on YouTube. And I was like, YouTube, I don't know about that. And he was like, no, do it. And so just listening to just other people telling me that this is what I need to do in the path that I in alignment with, you know, that want the best for me and just leaning to the uncomfortableness and saying, hey, let me try this out. Let me be curious of what this takes me and not just so against it. It has allowed me to like flourish in different ways. Like when I was in Ghana, I created a poetry visual and just listening to spirit, um, Spirit was like, go to Cape Coast Castle. And so I went and being a YouTuber, I wanted to record everything. But Spirit was like, Geneva, do not record anything. I want you to be in this experience. And so I was there and I felt the walls and Cape Coast Castle is a place where our ancestors were kept before moving moving to the Americas. And so felt the walls, was crying and all that other stuff. And then I went to the place that I was staying and my mind just started moving, moving and moving. And I was like, yo, something needs to give from this. And so I looked at some of my old poetry and I found a poetry, a poem that I wrote a while ago and it was so fitting. And so from that, I then start messaging people that I met at, um, cause I went for Afrochella and Afronation and, uh, I was messaging some people that are from Ghana, like, hey, do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do that? And they was like, have you ever created a like a brain map of like a visual? And I was like, no, what is that? And so they gave me some ideas and I was like, okay. And then I went to my Instagram family. I was like, hey, I have this plan and I really need some donations. Can you guys help me like donate? And I'll send you guys some cards and stuff like that. And we raised like maybe 2k and I was able to put a poetry visual together with some creatives in Ghana in America who are all melanated and we created this poetry visual called Beyond the Return and yeah and since then I had people reach out to me and say yo that live in Ghana is like yo Geneva you helped me build my career because of you listening to faith and so my calling is really listening to purpose and listening to my heart, listening to faith, listening to my ancestors. And I just let go and I release. I allow myself to be the vessel that God want me to be. And it's hard. It's very uncomfortable. But it's just like my mission and my purpose is so much bigger than me. And if I can do what I need to do in this life to give to my community, I am that. 
you know my word girl (laughs) oh yeah that's right Shada's over here giving snaps you know I I mean I I am I'm getting the goosies y'all know when I get the goosies it's real um but but I really appreciate that because we need more people to understand and identify that unique purpose that they have. Yes, and I'm, yes. I'm so grateful because I, I share this often, you know, I've have, had so many people, elders, mentors, family, friends, like, you know, folks who are inspired by this platform to tell me how important this is. And I'm so grateful for that. Right. Uh, like I am so grateful to hear that it's making the impact that I'm intending for it to make that right there is the key. Like that's why we do the things that we do, right? There's something that is innate in us that is way bigger than us. And we give into that thing, right? And so I feel you hundred percent. I think it's so important for people to understand and recognize that we each have that within us. So that's this beautiful, beautiful foundation for you to then say, now the next thing I'm going to be doing is this Black Love Seat series. So now you get to tell us all about this venture you have going. Okay, yeah. So Black Love C-Series started during COVID when I was just brainstorming just a lot of things that I want to give to my community. And um, I went to The Loving Room, which is a Black-owned, woman-owned bookstore um, that's in Seattle. And I was talking to her and I was just listening to like some of the things that she wants to do. And I said, hey, can I talk to you about an idea that I have? And I introduced her to my series called Black Love C-Series. And she was like, let's do it. And I just want to pause there because it's to get uncomfortable with being vulnerable with people is another step. But for us to live in our purpose and our truth, we have to be able to use our throat and talk and use that throat shocker that we have because it's so powerful and it can open so many doors that we thought were closed. And so when she said she was like so down for it, I'm like, this woman doesn't even know me. But yes, okay, let's do this. And so I kept on showing up at some of her other events and she was like, I'm just really excited to have this. And so the Black Love Seat series is a space where we come together and we talk about healing. We talk about love. We talk about um, art. We talk about joy. We talk about everything that makes us beautiful, black, human, spiritual beings. And I wanted to bring this ancestral vibe where we come together and we can feel our ancestors and we just allow ourselves to move and feel and just be in community with each other because so often we are not. And it's so important for us to be because man, when we unite, when we unite, do you not understand? Uh, Yes. (sighs) When we unite, the things that oppressed us will no longer be there. We can unbond ourselves. We can play out loud. We can love each other in places and spaces that we can only dream of. And I want that for us so bad. Mm -hmm. And I will do what I need to do so that I can do that and be that because I am that. And I just want people to know that they can too. And so that's what the Black Love Seat Series is. And it's going to be every first Saturday of the month. And it's just going to be different type of events, but it's going to be based in artistry, healing, love, love, 
love, love, love, love, yes, <laughs> and yes, all of that. Yes. Oh, it's so necessary, Geneva. Yes, great, yes. great job bringing this to fruition. And shout out to The Loving Room for partnering with you and realizing the importance yes. of this series and how necessary it is, not just for our community, but for us as individuals mm, to, mm. to have that space, to collectively mm. come together and to feel those vibrations. Uh, so I got to give you a time right now i'm so excited for this make sure you look right there let people know how they come to the to the black love seat series how do they connect with you all the things you're doing let them know right there okay yes you can find me at where's neva w-h-e-r-e-i-s-n-e-v-a on all platforms and you can find the loving room at loving room books yes on instagram and you can find all the information on the black love c series um on our platforms i am also giving black that's what i call it for giving tuesday where we are going to hopefully sponsor five tickets to one of our some black family members who need some financial support because i don't want the finances to be in the way of our healing so if you want to donate you can do that also on eventbrite and from where's neva Wow. Geneva. Great job. So happy to be connected and so glad to have you here in this space. Thank you so much for coming down here to the Black Media Matter Studios in my living room set. I appreciate you so much. Keep doing great work. I can't wait to see what else you do. And this is always a space for you to come and let us know what's going on. I really appreciate that. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you for your work. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh my goodness. I told y'all it's a terrific <laughs> Tuesday. Of course, this terrificness is going to continue because my girl Shayna Shepard is in the building. You guys, I'll get to talk to her about all the things she has going on in this amazing upcoming event. Again, she's giving back to community. Y'all stay tuned after this short break. You're watching The Day with Trey. Join us this holiday season at the Fifth Avenue Theater and feel the power of love overflowing with the wind. Filled with soaring soul and R&B songs, it's an effervescent explosion of music, dance, and magic your whole family will love. Ease on down the yellow brick road with Dorothy as she learns home isn't really where you live. It's who you love. The Wiz at the Fifth Avenue Theater, November 19th through December 23rd. Tickets at fifthavenue.org. Will you marry me, babe? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Trey Holiday. We're bringing back Black Love When We Met. That's right. We need something to warm all of our hearts and to elevate love once again in our communities. We want y'all to go to whereweconverge.com forward slash black love so y'all can nominate your favorite couple for the next rendition of this show with me as the host. Let me sit down and have them on my couch and share how their love can inspire us all. Make sure y'all go and get your nominations in today and be on the lookout for Black Love when we met. Coming at you on Converge Media very soon. Welcome back, everybody, to the David Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and I'm so excited because my girl Shayna Shepard, first time in my living room set. What's up, Shayna? What's up, Trey? Uh, it's so cozy in here. Yeah, you know, nice in my house. There we go. There we go. You know, the the vibe is really trying to give. Hey, be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Right. Come and chill out. So glad that you were able to make it today, and thank you because you're always finding ways to utilize your talent to help others. Tell us a bit about what you've been up to since I caught up with you last. 
Oh my gosh. Well, you guys set me off on the road. I went on tour. It was great. Um, I learned so much. I went on a tour that was the longest tour I've ever done. Saw so much more of the country than I've ever seen. And it was uh, me doing a solo set with my piano. I felt like we were doing something back, like a 1960s circuit, like just sitting in the van, me and the keys and a whole bunch of guys. And um, I got to open for this amazing artist, Josiah Johnson, who started a band called Head in the Heart. So the fans out here are really loving, generous people that really want to cry. Just my type of crowd. <laughs> I like a cry. Um, but I learned so much and I came back home um, and just, I think last week, yeah, we got back last week. And um, I, I mean, social media is crazy, right? Cause you can feel everything that's happening at home with this like post COVID digital era where everything kind of still feels alive on my phone, even though I'm like, you know, miles and miles and yards and forever away from home. And I see so much happening. I see uh, a lot of disparity happening at home, confusion. I see a lot of forgetfulness about the lessons learned in the protests. And I saw a lot of friends just kind of fighting to figure out how to have a voice and, and be a part of the community when there was so much going on. Um, I definitely saw Omari online standing with, uh, I think, how many, was it hundreds, thousands of students that were protesting um, downtown? So that made it a, a mark regionally where we were as well as nationally. And um, I saw a lot of my friends that are teachers, music educators, that's my family, like my friends, like music educators, freaked out, stressed out. And um, I saw again, like this, just this silent cloud that just happens with racial divide in our community, particularly, where if anything seems to be uh, segmenting or anything seems to be divisive, people just get real quiet and go back in their houses. Um, I was home to see um, friends of friends be murdered in uh, South Seattle. Um, and the repercussions of, of that being uh, a quietness in the community and then a press from the community. I mean, it's crazy what your phone can do. So I'm out here on the road with some new friends and I feel like my energy is always to be working at home. Like that's just like how I am. That's how we are, obviously. So um, we got back, we had a whole bunch of merch some whole bunch of gear, a whole bunch of lessons. And I was like, what can we do to just be a part of something, even if it's a small impact, you know, just to say something. And so I was really grateful to just be able to reach out to you guys here at Converge and just say, hey, like I have an idea. Um, reached out to our friends at the Beloved Campaign. Um, honestly, I just reached out to them because I was like, I don't, I want to do something. I don't know what to do. What can we do? So what we decided to do was to reach out to a group of community members, South Seattle uh, companies and nonprofits. And we asked them, hey, can you just donate a couple of things? We want to give back to the families that are affected by this gun violence. So me and my tour mate, Josiah Johnson, we brought together some resources to create some specialty merchandise reached out to just friends, the homies. It was like, what, what can you do in a week, right? Reached out to my friends at QED Coffee, my friends at Farm Boy Bites, friends at Abbey Arts. As you know, I'm 
huge fan of Abbey Arts. Mm. Um, my friends at Smash, Seattle uh, Musicians Health Fund, and um, a couple of other businesses and was like, what can we put together? So he made some some packs uh, of, of amazing gifts that we are going to be selling at this show. And all the proceeds are going to go to families affected by gun violence in our community. You know, what is money? Like, what is money? I mean, it's like not much. Really, I think for me, I feel like money is more like a conversation or a, a promise or a you know, a, a vote of confidence more so than something that really changes lives, especially at this level. But we're hoping that this opportunity to uh, be with our friends at uh, STG, Seattle Theater Group, at the Neptune, um, will just help us get these these eyes and these friends that are supportive of this type of music and this type of artistry and storytelling and get people to make these, to buy these great, beautiful packs uh, in support of our community. And um, some might call it reparations and some might call it uh, indemnification and some might call it just giving on a Giving Tuesday. But regardless, I don't care so much about how much we can do as long as we're doing it. And I love to see people partner and, and be a part of doing more for each other. Just to have a moment where we can have empathy and shared empathy and not just wait for somebody to give us an answer. Um, just more of that. Yeah, this is, you know, this is why I, first of all, why I love you. I but, love you too. Uh, you know, uh, we, just always have inspiring to, me. Yeah, no, we always have to have our loving moment here, but I, I will say that this is exactly what, um, why I get so excited when I have you on, because there's always something so purposeful about what you're doing right and i just i promise you it's something to be really revered in artistry because technically speaking it's like okay i gotta focus on my craft i gotta do this i i i i i i right but you have always been so connected to like what's going on here so to hear this entire story of how you got to this amazing benefit concert right is for me is exactly why I tell people to be a part of the solution. It's like everybody has something to give. And if we're all giving it, we're going to actually see change. We're not waiting for someone to give it to us. We're not saying, okay, yeah, we're demand. Yeah. There's things we're owed for sure. I'm not going to, ever stop saying that. But at the end of the day, what can I do? Trey, what can I do right now that's going to be impactful to someone else? How can I do that? And I love that you always have that at the core of you, Shana. It is something so beautiful about who you are as a person. But I love this. And I love that people, all of this community came around. You were able to make those calls and people were like, yeah, absolutely. Like, right. What can we do and how can we provide something that would be of a great benefit to these families? And as we've said here many a times, oftentimes the families are not uplifted enough, you know, right? right. It's a news cycle, you know, right? You hear about something, you see a grieving mother, a grieving father, uh, you know, on the TV for one segment of news and you go, oh man, that's unfortunate. And you move on with your life. Right. And yet that family, they're the ones that have to bear the burden of that loss and the way that they lost the loved one, um, for eternity, right. For the rest of their lives, really. And so I love that you're saying, no, we're uplifting them. We're going to do anything we can. 
and I really appreciate what you say about money because you're absolutely right. It, it's, it's in the here and now, right? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. kind of what it is. It's but, a communication of the present. Yeah. And when we look at stuff like saving Roth, Roth accounts, and it's all about staying present in the future. Cool. Do what you got to do. But there are other ways to communicate those things. And it's like, what is the power of footwork? Yeah and community work when you really, I mean, I think we've learned that over the past two years, more so than anything is more, the more engaging somebody is or how engaged we can get more people to be about a certain project that that's way more overwhelming than money. Look at what's going on with Twitter right now. Mm. I mean, the mess, <laughs> <laughs> the mess. The yeah. mess. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just like what you're saying about these families too. I mean, we, we often do find ourselves, willing to rally around those who are broken and hurt. But regardless, I think what really, for me, the biggest impact, because these are not people that I know. Yeah, um, I'm not the one that claims people I don't know. What they mm -hmm. are to me is pillars of our community, which was the most devastating thing, is how the community is going to be affected by this. The grand plan of what we are building as a team, as a, as a community team, how many people, how many thousands of people have changed the way that they think in this community over the past three years because of the work of the people affected by this yeah. um, and how that will affect the work. If you think about it as a stoic, devastating. If you think about it with your heart and you move with empathy, devastating. There has to be movement. There has to be some kind of change. Mm -hmm. And um, when being on the road and, and learning so much about these communities, I was in communities I never thought I would be in, girl. I was in Provo, Utah, having a good time. <laughs> Across the street from the Mormon church, I was having a good time. These kids, they're these, these teenage kids out here completely aware and present and just saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming here. And sharing this thing that I would only see on the internet. Wow. Just these kind of places in, in Austin, Texas, Houston, there was always, and I know that black media matters here. So I'm not, I'm going to say this here, but one of my favorite things that I got to experience with was there were very few people of color on this particular tour. That's because people don't know me yet. Also, we were in places that people of color and people are not of color don't spend a lot of time together in music environments. Mm -hmm. But there was always at least one person of color or one woman, woman of color that would be at these shows and just changed my life and changed my perspective about how I make things because they were with me. And I was like, word, it's not about me. I'm not really that special. And that's comforting mm. to know that we could have these kind of, I'm just writing poems, just like she probably writes poems. And she's like, word, it's like how, you know, Reddit used to be before it got ruined. Yeah. Like we're we're just out here sharing with each other mm -hmm. similar experiences. I want to have that here at home for myself, where it can just be like that too. Um, so I'm so excited to be at the Neptune. It's like a dream of mine to to really headline a show there. It's my one of my favorite theaters in the country. Mm. Just all of the 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 history in that particular space. Mm -hmm. It's just I feel honored to be there. And I'm not going to do, we're not doing the kind of show that we usually do, just like Boom Pow. We're doing like Boom Pow. Oh, and I'm so proud of my team and so proud of my guys and so proud of Dana and everybody who's just come in and been like, word, was just make it work and make it very special and make it like really take it up to the next level. 
And when I, that was really happening effortlessly, I had to thank God. I said, thank you, God, for having my back. I had to call my mom. I said, thank you, mom, for not giving up on me. Mom, I was bad. <laughs> and then I was like, let's try to give back as quickly and as diligently as possible. And so I'm just going to put all my effort into this that for the next couple of days. That's what I'm doing. Just trying to plug back into the community after being gone and let's just get the work done. And there's probably way more work to do. So I'm just ready to get some marching orders as well. Well, I'll say this. I mean, something that you said that really struck me was, uh, you know, we saw this collective effort of everybody post George Floyd. And it was, you know, his heinous murder and all of us witnessing it that was like a catalyst for so many to be like, whoa, okay, that's okay. We've gone too far as a country. And yet, you know, there's specific communities, black communities all over the world, really, who've been experiencing this heightened level of oppressive state. And so the idea that there's more work to do is real. Um, It doesn't end there. And yet we saw tremendous wins because we collectively came together under an idea of thought that was, hey, if we're really demanding for something greater, we can actually receive and achieve something greater. And that for me is exactly why I continue to push the line in that regard. Everywhere I'm at, you know, it is how do I do something right now that's going to spark the awakening of someone else, spark that idea in someone else that they too can be a part of something grander than themselves. You're doing it. Look at this. That's that's really what it's about, Shana. If you didn't do what you do, I wouldn't do what I do. I mean, that's just the facts. I mean, when I am sad and sluggish and want to just focus on myself and figure out what's all the little pieces of myself, I'll go and look at your example. Now, I'm sure you have times at home where you're doing the same thing. But you get up and you share and you make platforms for us, especially women of color, and you hold you hold space. That is what I want to do, too. That's my also my birthright. And there's a lot of us that that's our birthright. But there's not a lot of 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 support for that particular field of service. But when you see the example, that's the support. Oh. you know, to get us engaged. So thank you so much. Oh, Shana. And you too, oh. Thank you. This is such a a, a great uh, space. And I love when people come from out of town, they go, whoa, what is this conversing is, you know, yeah, you know, we hear it now. I mean, I'm telling you because Converge is all over the place. And I I really appreciate the team here for for being, allowing me to have that intentionality and how I approach this entire show. So thank you so much for saying that. And thank you for everything you're doing. This is exciting. Let the folks know how they can come, how they can support. How can they be a part of this amazing show you have coming up? Yes. We are going to be playing at the Neptune Theater this Thursday, December 1st. It's a host of amazing bands, Fretland, Cumulus, Josiah Johnson, myself. There are amazing guests coming up to share art with us, make music with us. I wish I could just tell you who they are, but you're just going to have to come and see them. (laughs) The show is going to be beautiful. The gowns. 
I'm so excited to share this line of music with my friends here in Seattle. And more importantly, moreover, if you are down in support of this effort, please, please support uh, us by purchasing one of these gift packs. We have gifts from QED Coffee, from Farm Boy, gifts from um, Abbey Arts Collective, um, just in, just amazing community partners that have come together to just give in the name of good faith and music and art. Um, so you can only get this pack at the show. If we have extras, we're going to deal with it later, but I hope so to God we don't got no extras. Child. So go ahead and pick up a ticket and come out and spend the night with us. Thank you. Oh, amazing. And they can get the tickets where STG presents or how do they get yes, them? Yes, okay. STG presents, Duo, Duo 6, Do 206, um, anything. Ticketmaster as well. You can also just hit me up and look in the in a link tree link. It's there too. Oh, oh, amazing. Shana, thank you so much. And I'm so glad that, you know, we're setting an example here for you that I'm doing my part so we can all be doing our parts. This is such a great, great opportunity to connect with you as always. always thank you. Grateful to see you. Yeah. And congratulations. Thank you. This is popping. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. I promised y'all a terrific Tuesday. And of course I get to wrap it all up right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching the David Trey. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a fantastic episode today. Of course, I have to give a huge thank you to my guests, Geneva and Shayna. I mean, when I tell you it was literally black boy magic up in here, I think that's what my earrings say. I think I was on point today. Um, but I will say, you know, of course, y'all know, I was truly inspired by what they both shared. I want y'all to be inspired to do something, see yourself as a part of the solution find your lane figure it out because we're all going to be the better for it i appreciate when people give of themselves for the greater good beyond themselves and they do something that is going to be impactful for so many other people as both of them shared today so of course y'all be inspired to see yourself as a part of the solution and for me until tomorrow at 11 a.m y'all Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.